0: The following is a presentation of God Questions Ministries. What are the dangers of postmodernism? Simply put, postmodernism is a philosophy that affirms no objective or absolute truth, especially in matters of religion and spirituality. When confronted with a truth claim regarding the reality of God and religious practice, postmodernism's viewpoint is exemplified in the statement, That may be true for you, but not for me. While such a response may be completely appropriate when discussing favorite foods or preferences towards art, such a mindset is dangerous when it is applied to reality because it confuses matters of taste and opinion with truth. The term postmodernism literally means after modernism and is used to philosophically describe the current era which came after the age of modernism. Postmodernism is a reaction, or perhaps more appropriately, a disillusioned response to modernism's failed promise of using human reason alone to better mankind and make the world a better place. Because one of modernism's beliefs was that absolutes did indeed exist, postmodernism seeks to correct things by eliminating absolute truth and making everything, including the empirical sciences as well as religion, relative to an individual's beliefs and desires. The dangers of postmodernism can be viewed as a downward spiral that begins with the rejection of absolute truth, which then leads to a loss of distinctions in matters of religion and faith, and finally culminates in a philosophy of religious pluralism that says no faith or religion is objectively true, and therefore no one can claim his or her religion is true and another is false. The Dangers of Postmodernism number 1. Relative Truth Postmodernism's stance of relative truth is the outworking of many generations of philosophical thought. From Augustine to the Reformation, the intellectual aspects of Western civilization and the concept of truth were dominated by theologians. But beginning with the Renaissance periods of the 14th through 17th centuries, thinkers began to elevate humankind to the center of reality. If one were to look at human periods of history like a family tree The Renaissance would be Modernism's grandmother, and the Enlightenment would be its mother. René Descartes, I think, therefore I am, personified the beginning of this era. God was not the center of truth any longer, man now was. The Enlightenment was in a way the complete imposition of the scientific model of rationality upon all aspects of truth, and claimed that only scientific data could be objectively understood, defined, and defended. Truth as it pertained to religion was left out and discarded. The philosopher who straddled this epics and modernism's contribution to relative truth was the Prussian Immanuel Kant in his work The Critique of Pure Reason, which appeared in 1781. Among other things, Kant argued that true knowledge about God was impossible, so he created a divide of knowledge between facts and faith. According to Kant, facts have nothing to do with religion— The end result was that spiritual matters were assigned to be matters of the heart and just opinion, and only the empirical sciences were allowed to speak the truth. And while modernism believed in absolutes, at least in the area of science, God's special revelation, the Bible, was evicted from the realm of truth and certainty. From modernism came postmodernism. And whereas Kant marked the philosophical transition from Enlightenment to Modernism, Frederick Nietzsche may symbolize the shift from Modernism to Postmodernism. As the patron saint of Postmodernist philosophy, Nietzsche held to Perspectivism, which says that all knowledge, including science, is a matter of perspective and interpretation. Many other philosophers have built upon Nietzsche's work, for example, Foucault, Rorty, and Lyotard and have shared his rejection of God and religion in general. They also rejected any hint of absolute truth, or as Lyotard put it, a rejection of a meta narrative a truth that transcends all peoples and cultures. This philosophical march through history against objective truth has resulted in postmodernism having a complete aversion to any claim of absolutes, with such a mindset naturally painting a huge bullseye on something that declares to be inerrant truth, such as the Bible. Dangers of Postmodernism, number two, the loss of discernment. The great theologian Thomas Aquinas said, it is the task of the philosopher to make distinctions. What Aquinas meant is that truth is dependent upon the ability to discern, the capability to distinguish this from that in the realm of knowledge. However, if objective and absolute truth does not exist, then everything becomes a matter of personal interpretation. To the postmodern individual, the author of a book does not possess the correct interpretation of his work. It is the reader who actually determines what the book really means, a process called deconstruction. And given that there are multiple readers versus one author, there are, naturally, multiple interpretations, with the end result being no universally valid interpretation. Such a chaotic situation makes it impossible to make meaningful or lasting distinctions between interpretations because there is no standard or benchmark that can be used. This especially applies to matters of faith and religion because the philosophers of the Enlightenment and Modernism had already deposed religion to the compartment of opinion. Such being the case, it naturally follows that attempting to make proper and meaningful distinctions in the area of religion, ones that dare suggest that one belief is right and another is invalid, carries no more weight than one person arguing that chocolate tastes better than vanilla. In such situations, it becomes impossible to objectively adjudicate between competing truth claims. The Dangers of Postmodernism number 3. Pluralism If absolute truth does not exist, and if there is no way to make meaningful right and wrong distinctions between different faiths and religions, then the natural conclusion is that all beliefs must be given equal weight and considered valid. The proper term for this practical outworking in postmodernism is philosophical pluralism. With pluralism, no religion has the right to pronounce itself right or true, and the other competing faiths false or even relatively inferior. For those who espouse a philosophical religious pluralism, there is no longer any heresy, except perhaps the view that there are heresies. D. A. Carson underscores conservative evangelicals' concerns about what they see as the dangerous element of pluralism when he says, In my most somber moods I sometimes wonder if the ugly face of what I refer to as philosophical pluralism is the most dangerous threat to the gospel since the rise of the Gnostic heresy in the second century. These progressive dangers of postmodernism, relative truth, a loss of discernment, and philosophical pluralism, represent real and imposing threats to Christianity because they collectively relegate God's Word to something that has no real authority over mankind and no ability to show itself as true in a world of competing religious voices. What is Christianity's response to these challenges? A Response to the Dangers of Postmodernism It should first be stated that Christianity claims to be absolutely true, claims that meaningful distinctions in matters of right and wrong, as well as spiritual truth and falsehood, do exist, and claims to be correct in its claims about God, with any contrary claims from competing religions being incorrect. Such a stance provokes cries of arrogance and intolerance from postmodernism. However, truth is not a matter of attitude or preference, and when closely examined, the foundations and philosophies of postmodernism quickly crumble and reveal Christianity's claims to be both plausible and compelling. First, Christianity claims that absolute truth exists. In fact, Jesus specifically says that he was sent and born to do one thing, to testify to the truth, John 18, verse 37. Postmodernism says that no truth should be affirmed, yet its position is one that is self-defeating. It affirms at least one absolute truth, that no truth should be affirmed. This means that postmodernism does believe in absolute truth, and such a fact is exemplified by its philosophers, who write books, stating things they expect their readers to embrace and believe as truth. Putting it simply, one professor has said, when someone says there is no such thing as truth, they are asking you not to believe them, so don't. Second, Christianity claims that meaningful distinctions exist between the Christian faith and all other beliefs. However, it should be understood that those claiming that meaningful distinctions do not exist between religions are actually making a distinction. They are claiming to showcase a difference in what they believe to be true and the Christian's truth claims. Postmodernist authors expect their readers to come to the right conclusions about what they have written and will correct those who interpret their work differently than they have intended. Again, their position and philosophy proves itself to be self-defeating, because they eagerly make distinctions between what they believe to be correct and what they see as being false. Finally, Christianity claims to be universally true in what it says regarding man's lostness before God, the sacrifice of Christ on behalf of fallen mankind, and the separation between God and anyone who chooses not to accept what God says about sin and the need for repentance. When Paul addressed the Stoic and Epicurean philosophers on Mars Hill, he said, Therefore, having overlooked the times of ignorance, God is now declaring to men that all people everywhere should repent. Acts 17, verse 30. Paul's declaration was not a, This is true for me, but may not be true for you, statement, but rather an exclusive and universal command, that is, a meta-narrative from God to everyone. Any postmodernist who says this is false is committing an error against his own pluralistic philosophy that says no faith or religion is incorrect because, once again, he violates his own mandate of saying every religion is equally true. In the same way that it is not arrogant for a math teacher to insist that 2 plus 2 equals 4, or for a locksmith to insist that only one key will fit a locked door, It is not arrogant for the Christian to stand against postmodernist thinking and insist that Christianity is true and anything opposed to it is false. Absolute truth does exist. Consequences do exist for being wrong. And while pluralism may be desirable in matters of food preferences, it is not so in matters of truth. The Christian is to present God's truth in love, and simply ask any postmodernist who is angered by the exclusive claims of Christianity, So have I become your enemy by telling you the truth? Galatians 4, verse 16. God Questions Ministry seeks to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ by providing biblical answers to today's questions. Online at gotquestions.org.